Welcome to the Evolving Accountant Podcast. We all know that some accountants can be boring, but definitely not this one. Why talk trial balances and P&L when we can get ripped jeans into the boardroom and hear business insights from people who have really walked the talk? Get ready. Here comes an all-new episode with your host, Darren Wingfield. Thank you ever so much for tuning in and thank you to Darren and the team at Harlands uh, for inviting me uh, to carry out this seminar, uh, which is all about why a performance strategy is essential for a high-performing sales website. My name is James Ely and I'm a director at Preso. And just to provide a little bit of background, I'll give you a bit of background on who we are uh, and what it is that we do. So we're a brand performance business and that means that we create more value from your identity, digital and marketing activity. In terms of a website, uh, when do we get the call? Typically it can be for a number of reasons, um, but it can be things like a business is frustrated, that they're not generating the leads that they're looking for from a website. Uh, they can be confused as to how they're not generating the, the levels and correct type of traffic to, to, to their website, or more pertinently not sure exactly how the website fits within their sales structure and within their business. Uh, we're based in Newcastle, um, but as you can see, uh, scattered around various living rooms and dining rooms at this moment in time. Uh, and we also have an office in London as well. So what am I going to talk about today? Um, three areas, really. Uh, number one, where do I start? Number two, the power of data. And number three, the importance of a performance strategy. Uh, I guess the important start point would be to understand why we're going to talk about it. Obviously, the last uh, couple of months with COVID-19, uh, we've seen uh, uh, and we've been involved in lots of conversations with businesses who, um, aside of kind of maybe a mix of crisis management and ensuring they can manage their way uh, through this particular uh, testing time, uh, have seen it as an a time for reflection, um, sometimes an opportunity uh, to, to, to reboot. And what we've definitely seen, um, especially in the business-to-business -business sphere, is an increasing openness to sell digitally. Uh, and very much, I think, both this has been accelerated uh, by, obviously, the, uh, the, the trying uh, health and economic conditions uh, of the time, um, but also, I think, with a nod to thinking about how that next or younger generation are looking to buy their products or services. I'll highlight uh, very shortly a quote from a, a recent McKinsey and Company article, which really does detail um, how that shift, especially in the B2B format, um, in terms of uh, using uh, your website and digital means to sell your products and services really accelerated during this time. And naturally, uh, it's what we do, it's our passion, so we're always really keen to talk about it. Going back to the McKinsey and Company, um, and obviously a very trusted uh, uh, a trusted source. Uh, they carried out some research which uh, they published towards the back end of last month, May 2020. And in terms of digital, as the quote says, looking forward, B2B companies see digital interactions as two to three times import more important to their customers than traditional sales interactions, which I think certainly for some businesses, especially in that B2B space, uh, might be quite might be quite surprising, but also quite telling. And I'm sure that uh, some of you out there, either listening or, or watching this today, uh, will maybe share some of those experiences over the past eight to ten weeks. So, 
back to talking about the development of a performance strategy. Where, where do you start? And that's exactly what we're talking about in phase one. I think if there's anything that you take away uh, at all from uh, the recording and, and the presentation today, it would be three questions. Uh, and these are three questions I think that everyone can take away, ask of their own website and their own business. And it really, we find that these questions really do set a business on that, 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 that map of and journey of discovery to improve their web and digital performance. First question then, for your business, what is the purpose and aim of your website? I think often when we're talking to businesses within, within our network, it's important to understand where does the website fit within the business? On the one hand, is it meant to be very much just simply a brochure website, a reflection of your brand and the services that you provide? That's absolutely fine if it is. Does it, does it do that job? On the other end of the scale, is it there to actively drive sales? Is it an extra player on your team, uh, your business development manager, if you will? Uh, there to drive leads, there to convert sales and so on and so forth, help you generate new leads and new appointments uh, and anything in between. I think the key thing, though, is being sure that you understand exactly where it fits within the nature and structure of, of your business. A second question, I guess, would be when was the last time you stopped and thought about that? Uh, again, um, business leaders, business managers, owner managers have had so much on their plate over the last few weeks. However, once they have got through this period or, or, or have started to work through the plans that mean that they can get through that period, it has allowed a little bit of thinking time for some businesses. We've certainly seen that in, from our own experience. And so it gives you time to think about exactly the path that you're looking to travel on. And finally, number three, how are you measuring up against those aims? So if you really are clear about what those aims are, and you've, you've got KPIs um, that you can reference against those, it's much easier to then see how you're measuring up against them. So in terms of that, where are you now? It's an opportunity to review and reboot. It's using those three questions to start your process. And then the next phase, which is using research. Uh, and that's very much talking about phase two and the power of data. Why research? Now, it's not just because my background um, as a side of the, the, the marketing and brand side of things is also research. And I think research provides you, if done correctly, uh, with data. If that data is correctly gathered, that provides insight, and that insight is a start point for you to make changes. Certainly not recommending for all of you business leaders out there who've driven and grown businesses by spotting opportunities and having that intuition um, to drive your business to the next level. But I certainly think that research and data can help with that. For us then, the first port of call is very much uh, an audit-based approach to what your website is currently doing. Um, we looked at the, the, the dictionary, actually, and obviously uh, our, our friends at Harlands would have a, have a very clear idea, uh, given their background, as to what an audit is. But we, we, we looked at it, and, and it's an audit, is an examination or inspection. And that's very much what we see our initial digital audit of a website to be. You're going in, you're looking at research, you're, you're researching uh, the website, it, that provides you with data, and that data, if correctly analysed, provides you with insight and a start point to make changes to your website. Think of your website, I think, as, as an asset um, and any other asset in your business, whatever that be, um, you would look to nurture, grow and develop that asset. So it's generating more and more, um, more and more benefit for your business and your bottom line. A digital audit 
for us is an opportunity in the first instance to review the strength of that asset, spot some of its strengths, identify some of the opportunities which can make it grow and make it even stronger uh, for your business in terms of what and where that website is meant to do. Just to give you a flavour, and I'm sure that many of you listening or watching uh, will either potentially do your, your work with your website in-house or you may have existing suppliers. That's great. Um, what we'd like, you know, hopefully one of the, the outputs from today and uh, this session will be an opportunity for, for you to go back to the team that run it internally or your suppliers to ask them to do this for you. Um, I thought it was worth sharing. We have kind of a three-phase process to, to our digital audit. The first of that is the user experience and user interface analysis, commonly known as UI and UX. So that's very much a review of how the website user would find uh, the interface and experience of actually navigating around your website. We provide tips on how it can be improved. Um, and all of those are obviously designed with the end user very much in mind, who your particular audience or audience is, audiences are. You can see from the inset picture, um, just an example uh, shot there uh, of how we go about doing that. The second phase is a technical SEO health check. Now, SEO, for those of you that aren't aware, is something called search engine optimization. Um, and that's very much, we, we, we very much, uh, and we use it in relation to Google. Google has, I think, over 85% of, of market share. It's obviously how, how Google uh, ranks and recognizes your website within its, uh, within its search engine. Google has well over now 130 trillion individual web pages and over 200 ranking factors, which clearly demonstrates, obviously, the size and scope of, uh, of Google and its importance to anyone in the digital sphere. The health check, as you can see, using our, our with the inset picture there, using our traffic light system, is checked on built on solid foundation. So it measures the accessibility of your site, the indexability of your site, as well as your on-page SEO. The final element, which often provides um, a lot of conversation when we're going through this, um, are usually either face to face or most recently, obviously on Zoom is the competitor analysis. And at the outset, we would always ask business that we'd, we're carrying out a digital audit for, for two to three competitors and one aspirational brand. That allows clear comparison on things like domain authority, homepage authority, linking domains, inbound links. And we also do a social media review. Social media doesn't really um, influence SEO in any shape, way or form, but it's, it's a, uh, another great benchmark and a tool uh, and one that we certainly find businesses that we work with find it interesting. And again, it often prompts debate as to where competitors are in relation to your own business. But it gives you a sense of uh, whereabouts you are in the marketplace and certainly in direct uh, comparison to your competitors. Phase three, the final phase, and this is where we talk very much about having a, a clear performance strategy. But again, going back to Dictionary Corner, uh, what is a strategy? And it, the, the, the definition is a plan of action designed to achieve a long-term or overall aim. So technically then, if you have no strategy and no aim, how can you measure success? And that would apply, I'm sure, for any aspect to, uh, uh, of your business and operations. Uh, we have a five-step process which the digital audit feeds into. Uh, for the purposes of the recording today, I'm just going to focus on the performance workshop and performance strategy and outputs and the brand performance roadmap, because that they really do directly impact 
um, in relation to the website. So we take the data from the digital digital audit, um, and then that 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 data is used in a performance workshop where we develop a performance strategy. So the workshop would be with key members of your team. We then develop that performance strategy, which has a a, a clear roadmap of activity uh, to improve and develop your website moving forward from there. What does a performance strategy cover? I'll take each element in terms. It very clearly looks at what your aims for the for the website in this instance would would be would be particularly. So we really like to drill down what is it you're looking to achieve with your business, but more pertinently, what is it that your website needs to achieve for your business? Who are the target audiences that you're looking to uh, attract? The majority of, of businesses we work with maybe have two, three, four clear target audiences they're looking to reach. They may have different pain points and it's important to understand how your product or service overcomes those pains and specifically the type of messaging um, that is appropriate uh, for those. We also look at the channels. What are the most appropriate channels to drive the, most, the, the, the correct and most appropriate traffic to either a specific landing page or the website in general? And the final element, which for us is the most important, KPIs, key performance indicators. So we would work with you to agree a set of KPIs that are relevant for your business and directly impact the bottom line, uh, which by which you can measure both uh, the work that we, we might do with you, but more pertinently, you can measure the performance of your website, because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Is your website directly impacting on the bottom line of your business? We've pulled together some examples of KPIs that, uh, again, we, we, we've come across in our time. So it can be how many businesses you've engaged from a target list. The majority of companies will have target, target clients that they're looking to reach and engage with. So it can be how many businesses from a specific target list have you engaged with. It can be something like landing page engagement for target lists for a particular campaign or campaign theme or activity. It could be within that, there could be a number of publication downloads, data capture. That's often a key element in, in terms of that sales process and having multiple touch points to influence your potential customers and clients. Average sales order. It's quite incredible. I think it always, it, it always is quite surprising how just by increasing an average sales order or the, the number of average sales and the type of average sales, how that can really change the dial um, in terms of the bottom line for a business. Similarly, linking in with that, the type of products or services sold. Again, depending on what it is that you're looking to target and who you're looking to target, that can be a big, big impact and a big factor. Some of our clients uh, have come to us and they've developed a very successful business on Amazon, and they're now looking to potentially uh, develop some more business, but through the, directly through their own website rather than Amazon. Campaign traffic, I talked about campaign uh, side earlier, so it's not just vanity traffic, it's about specific traffic um, carrying out specific calls to action within a specific campaign. And linking in with that would be keyword performance. The final element is an improved uh, conversion rate or conversion rate optimization. Now often when we uh, talk to clients, um, initially it can be all about, I want to really increase traffic, I want to double it, treble it, whatever it might be. We sometimes have a conversation which says, actually, 
if we even, it, it might be that you're getting a lot of traffic to your website, but a lot of it is wasted, it's not converting. So what are the tools and uh, methods that we can use to convert more of that traffic? And actually, is there an element where we reduce the amount of traffic, but ensure that you're getting a lot more from that traffic that comes to the website? And that's all about the conversion rate. I guess the outcomes probably speak for themselves, but it's worth reiterating that can be uh, measured in terms of direct website sales, generally increases in revenue, uh, bolstering and nurturing your pipeline of new business. Typically, that is a, is, a, is, a, is a huge challenge for businesses of all sectors. And again, all of that hopefully goes into future-proofing your business moving forward. So from the, the session today, uh, as I say, whether you've watched or listened, what would we like you to take away? Going back, it would be great if you can take those three questions away and really ask those of your website over the coming days. Work with your team, prompt, prompt different people in your team, whether it's the sales department, the marketing department, HR, and so on and so forth. It's very interesting to see what different answers you may get from different teams and different departments. Start to use data, because data provides you with the insight to make decisions. Insight can then feed into a dedicated strategy and having a website performance strategy can really help you to maximize your digital assets. We've been, uh, over the course of, of, of the last eight to 10 weeks, supporting the business community through uh, the COVID-19 crisis by providing that digital audit element, the research element, um, free for businesses within our network. Because we, we appreciate that uh, for some businesses, uh, investing in such things uh, probably isn't at the top of their priorities at the moment, but what is at the top of their priorities is improving their digital performance. So if they have the data to do that, that obviously helps hugely. Um, naturally, for any uh, delegates or any listeners uh, from today's uh, video, uh, we'd be more than happy to extend that offer to you and your businesses. Um, to do that, please email me directly at james at preset.co.uk. Uh, link in with me. James Ely and, and if you need any examples of our, our performance work please do have a look at preset.co.uk um, if you need more details about the audit itself uh, please go to preset.co.uk forward slash free hyphen website hyphen audit and there's even more detail than I provided to you guys today Thank you once again to Harland and Darren and the team there for providing me with the opportunity uh, to, to talk with you today. As I say, thank you for either tuning in and listening or, or watching. Uh, if there's anything I can help with, don't hesitate to use the contact details from the previous slide and uh, look forward to speaking with you soon. Uh, stay safe and look forward to uh, hopefully doing one of these again in the future. Goodbye for now. Thanks for listening to The Evolving Accountant. You can find out more and get show notes for this and all our other episodes at theevolvingaccountant.co.uk.